At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome to the Clubhouse with Shane Bacon, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to the Clubhouse with Shane Bacon. I am your host, Shane Bacon. And um, as for everybody, been a, a very um, down week, strange week, uh, depressing for society, for our country. And I, I wasn't going to do a podcast this week. I, I, I do get a grip with Max Homa. We barely posted one on Monday. We didn't really know what to say. A couple of guys, you know, speaking uh, speaking just from our heart is, is all we could really do there and uh and i i reached out to damon hack a golf channel a friend of mine and and somebody that posted an un- unbelievable piece this week on golfchannel.com that i urge you to read we'll, we'll we'll post that on on social media along with the link to this podcast if you haven't uh, read that yet or you hadn't seen it and damon was kind enough to join me and, and we just had a conversation about you know what's going on and 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 what we can do and and golf and and moving forward and and moving upward. I mean, I feel like not just forward, moving upward as a society, um, as a golfer, as golf fans, just trying to improve as people, as listeners, as humans, as friends, as strangers, all the things we can try to do to be better. So I I hope you enjoy it. I, I enjoy talking to him. I always enjoy it. Obviously, you know, it was a pretty heavy conversation because it's a heavy time right now and I think heavy conversations are needed and uh, and just all I ask for you listener friend of mine person that I respect because you downloaded this podcast all I ask for you is if there's things in your life that you're doing that you don't love or there's stuff you've said or jokes you've made comments all of those things listen those are in the past and and there's nothing you can do about them all I ask and all I urge is that you try to change those things that maybe you aren't happy about with yourself or maybe you know disrespect or make people uncomfortable. And that's all we can do moving forward is just trying to improve as people. You know, I always go back to the Einstein quote, you know, I mean, what's the definition of insanity? It's doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. If if that's who you are, if you're a person that, that feels like 
they're on a track they don't like, all I say is just make changes. And if the changes mean you lose friends or maybe your golf group's not the same or you're going to get yelled at by certain people on social media, for goodness sakes, you know, God forbid, I, uh, I just say those uncomfortable moments will be worth it when you get to a point where you're happier with who you are and where you are in society and how you feel about yourself. And I've had to do that the last six, seven, eight months personally about some things. And, you know, you, there are moments as a narcissist where being proud of yourself is hard to do. And, uh, and there's been some moments where I, I felt proud of the changes I've made about myself. And this is a great time to do that. So that's all for me. I, I, I want to get to Damon as soon as possible. Just the last thing. Damon was on Shaq, uh, Jeff Shackelford's podcast, The Shaq Show, also a part of iHeartRadio and iHeart Network. Um, so listen to that if you can, because they're, they're conver- they, they've worked together for a long time. I just felt like it was, it was a very lovely conversation. It was a powerful conversation. And, uh, and I feel like if, you, if you're going to listen to this and like this, I urge you to go listen to that podcast as well. And, uh, and let's do it. Let's get to Damon. And we welcome back into the clubhouse, Damon Hack of Golf Channel Morning Drive. You guys all know Damon. Uh, he penned a piece this week, a very impactful piece on GolfChannel.com titled, Can I Be Both Thankful and Horrified? And Damon, it was a piece that, you know, universally, I can only imagine, uh, you know, universally massively accepted it. And I, I know you've mentioned a few times, I've, I've listened to a couple things you've done over the last few days, just how many people have reached out to you about the piece you wrote. You used to be a writer, man. This is what you used to do all the time. Now you're on TV. <laughs> Us TV folk, we don't write that much anymore. Um, how was it to, to sit down and, and, and why were you so inclined to put something up kind of about some personal stuff that you've gone through throughout your journey in this sport and in and around golf? Yeah, I, I don't write much uh, anymore, Shane. And it's, it's always great to visit with you when, when we have some time. And I tell you, I was kind of moping around the house, to be honest with you. I've been watching some of the coverage in the last week and a half about the murder of George Floyd. And it just, it kind of hit me and I was like, okay, I'm going on television while this is going on and I'm smiling and enjoying my job and my life. But, but there's just a part of me right now that is absolutely broken and tired of a storyline that's happening in our country. And, and my wife said, well, why don't you write? And so the first thing I did was like, I did an Instagram post. I like wrote these words down and I don't usually delve into anything, you know, beyond the, the ropes. It, it's, it's, you know, Tiger and Phil and DeChambeau and Rory. And that's kind of been it for me. Uh, but I just, I couldn't keep doing what I've been doing and be true to myself or the viewer for that matter. So I, I, I penned this little Instagram post and next thing, you know, you know, my folks at golf channel, some colleagues were like, why don't you write a longer piece? Can you, do you mind expanding that for, for com?" And I was like, sure, sure. I'll, I'll do it. That's fine. And, um, was really appreciative of the comments I got on my Instagram page, first of all. And then, um, comments I received phone calls from folks I haven't talked to for 20 years, nice notes from people who said, man, I, I never would have known you got pulled over a couple of times for doing nothing Got frisked in front of your house for standing in front of it. Um, all true, all painful. And, and that, that pain, those memories were just stirred up. So I'm watching a, a grown man, uh, you know, be choked out of his life, um, on television and, you know, uh, but for being on television, you know, I go jogging in, in, 
a predominantly white neighborhood. Um, I've been in elevators with strangers and seen the looks on faces and I'm, I got a bald head and, and stereotypes are, are deep seated in, in our country. So I, I know what looks of discomfort look like. Um, I tighten up if I ever get pulled over for any reason, if I, even if there's a, a cop driving behind me, I get, I get nervous and tight. And, and this is with having a, a cousin who's retired FBI and my wife's cousin is active with the NYPD. So it's just, I just really a collision of emotions. I wanted to put pen to paper, didn't expect the response that it's received, but I'm glad it's had the response that it's received. Yeah. It's something you wrote in the piece and it, it, it's something that I've continued to think about over the last few days since I read it. And, and it's, it's something, a, a different experience that I had about something that was very similar. You said you don't want to talk to your boys about the same thing that your dad talked to you about. My, uh, a buddy of mine had made kind of a, I, I guess for lack of a better term, kind of a woke playlist. He makes playlists all the time and sends them to friends. And he made a playlist of just, you know, some songs. That is, as we all kind of sit around wondering, you know, what the hell we can do. You know, he just sent a thing out to some friends and it was some songs about, you know, I mean, just, you know, the, you know, the common song from the movie. And there was a lot of those types of songs. And there was some Tupac on it. And as I was listening to the music, I was I was hiking the other day, listening to this playlist, and I was shocked at how similar a song from Tupac in, what, the early 90s sounds like all of us now in 2020. And it goes back to your point. You're speaking to your sons about the same stuff you got talked to about when you were a child, and you're two years away from being 50 years old, I just feel like, you know, my level of frustration with all this just, you know, it has, has continued. I, I've been very frustrated with the golf world over the last little bit anyway. I just feel like nothing really changes, and it, and it, and it feels a little bit like a void at times in and around golf, and we'll dive into that in a little bit. But, you know, when how do you not get frustrated? How do you not sit there and go, why Why do I have to keep doing these things, keep saying the same stuff over and over and over again if nothing will ever change? And how do you find hope in all of this to maybe see changes in the future? Well, I am frustrated. Um, I'm also mystified that I was sitting around the dinner table with my wife and kids, and my wife actually initiated – my wife's from Hong Kong um, – so we are, you know, your typical 21st century blended uh, multicultural family. And, and my wife's trying to explain, you know, this is what your dad and his people have gone through. Um, you know, we're extremely blessed and, and, and thankful for the gifts we have. But uh, there is prejudice and racism in the world. And I literally, I, I, I probably said just a few words. My wife did most of the talking. I, I suddenly... I almost, it was like an out-of-body experience. I'm like, wait a second, this, this is so familiar, but here I am almost 50. So I'm, I'm kind of, you know, you start thinking about mortality and, 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 and where your planet is and your country and your town. And I, I just was like, wow, I've lived probably more than half my life, and I'm having this conversation with my kids that my dad had with me. And it just, it just, and this was before I wrote the, 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 the story, and I just was, I was depressed. I was like, wow, here I am, joyful, um, happy that I'm doing a job I love, uh, would not want to come off as being perceived as a whiner or a complainer because I'm not, but that my soul, something inside of me says, you know what, 
you're not completely free. You're not completely uh, able to be yourself because of this baggage of, uh, from our country. And, uh, but what gives me hope, uh, because I'm an optimist by nature, but even beyond that is that I've received calls from people at the USGA and text messages from the PG of America, PGA Tour. Like I feel that there are people that want to help. Now, what the recipe is, uh, that's, that's going to be hard, but I know it's going to be heavy lifting, dirty fingernails, uncomfortable conversations, and really getting down in, into some tough topics to figure out how to address things that are systemic, that are uh, embarrassing, I think, for our country, and that a lot of people don't want to talk about because they're like, hey, I, didn't, I had nothing to do with this. But I, I think the time for being comfortably naive and ignorant is over. And I think that, thankfully, it feels like a multicultural um, issue and not a black issue. I think if you look at the protests and the conversations, and maybe it's because of COVID-19 and most people are, are at home anyway, that people are having some really deep conversations. And, and I'm at least hopeful and happy that that's happening. Yeah, I mean, you are someone that's going to get approached when something like this happens. I mean, you're uh, you're a black man that is on one of the most recognizable golf shows out there. I mean, I mean, you know, Morning Drive is on TVs and pro shops and, and all around golf fans, you know, living rooms every morning, you know, throughout the week. When you see these things, you know, these horrific things happen, and you know that at some point you're going to start getting requests by media and by people like me, you know, hey, do you mind coming on the podcast and talking? And, and, and Damon, it's such a limited group. I mean, you think about Tiger, right? I mean, Tiger's a guy that, I mean, I, I noticed there was, a, there was an article on GolfChannel.com on June 1st, and it was, it was a question why Tiger hadn't spoke up yet. I think Tiger that day posted something about it. But we're always looking for answers from people that went through experiences or have gone through these experiences. I think about Dr. Fauci during coronavirus. You know, if you're an expert of the viruses at that time, your probably phone is ringing off the hook, right? I mean, you're the guy or the woman that's getting approached to maybe help somebody try to understand this. What's that burden like for you, knowing that when things like this happen, when race comes up, when a huge race issue blows up in our country and now and around the world, you know that you're going to be a sounding board. You're going to be a voice that people are going to want to listen to. They're going to want to hear from, and hopefully they're going to get some answers from, because that's a, that's, that's a huge burden, Damon. It's exhausting, Shane. That's what it is. Um, and it's not the only time that this happens, whether it's being the only black kid in your school or in your you know, newspaper or whatever, you know, graduate school, um, it's, it's, it's exhausting and it's been at least nice to share the load with some other minorities in our game and knowing that they have dealt with this their whole lives and are dealing with it now. So part of me is thankful that I can speak to it, that I, I at least have experience and a platform to speak and share, but it is exhausting. And I think that it's unfair to expect black people to figure out a problem that is an American problem. Uh, I, I do think that it's going to take a collective effort. Uh, I think it's going to take uh, deep pockets and people who are invested in this game, uh, both from a financial standpoint and an emotional standpoint to say, this is a problem. 
some of my fellow American citizens are in pain and anguish over the state of this country and that you can love your country and be um, a patriot and have questions and problems with the way things are going. And it just because, you know, LeBron is, you know, wealthy and Tiger is Tiger and Barack Obama has been elected. And these are all remarkable strides that our country has made does not mean that there's, there's room to grow and a long way to go. And I just think without assigning, assigning blame to, to, you know, a current crop of people that may say, Hey, I didn't, you know, own no slaves. Um, never use the N word. I'm nice to everybody. Well, well, that that's wonderful, but for this to be rectified, it's going to take some people that are maybe not quite aware of the situations. Maybe it's going to take doing some research on your own, reading books on your own, read uh, the color of law by Richard Rothstein, pick up Malcolm Gladwell's uh, talking to strangers, watch 13th by Ava DuVernay. I mean, there's a lot of information out there. I I know people that just don't want to talk about race. Right. And I, and I, I think it's, hey, you know, I don't see race. I, everybody, I treat everybody the same. Well, I, I do want people to see race. I, it's not, it's not, it's not working out this way with us not seeing race. I, I think we have to see it, address it and make things better. Yeah. And, 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 you know, Damon, it is you and I in the golf world, you know, we do live in a fairly conservative you know, very white, very male sport. I mean, that's what golf is. I mean, I, I can only imagine what your life was like first starting out writing about this sport, you know, being in a press tent. I mean, were you the only African-American there? I mean, was there anybody else of color doing the job you were doing? You know, I mean, I, I, I'm I'm guessing probably not or maybe one or two other people in the room. I mean, that's, that's intimidating just to begin with, right? It is. I mean, thankfully... You know, there are some pioneers like Pete McDaniel, uh, Cliff Brown uh, from Golf Digest and the New York Times, respectively. Pharrell Evans, who um, was an editor at at Sports Illustrated and occasionally would be on the scene at golf tournaments. But you're talking about two or three, you know, we're talking height of the Tiger era. Right. You know, there are hundreds, hundreds, hundreds to, to have three or four African-Americans in a press room of, of 500 or, or 750 at a U.S. Open, you, you get the picture. Um, so, yeah, I, I remember having to turn my credential around a couple of times, make sure that the security guard knows, hey, that's me. I'm legit. I'm where I'm supposed to be. Um, but you know what? I, I've, 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 you know, worked hard. I've, written the stories and, and, and told the stories on TV now. And, and I feel like, I, I feel like I'm okay. Like I, I've, I've earned my keep in the game. It's fine. I don't have to prove that I know about this game and have covered it and have, uh, and have loved it and, and given it the respect and, and appreciation that it deserves. For me, it's about, it's about the community from which not even that I necessarily came from, but my cousins, my parents, people that I know, uh, it's not enough for people to say, well, Damon Hack made it, so why can't any black person made it? You know, it's like, it's like that's, I mean, my parents went to Compton High School uh, and moved uh, me to the San Fernando Valley, which was not Compton, which was much more affluent. Uh, both my parents, you know, dual degree holding, um, educated, you know, tough disciplinarians who said, you know, you're going to do things the right way. But I'm, I was an outlier in my own family, an outlier. I have cousins who, whose, whose experience is much more 
traditional in the African-American sense of struggle, inner city, um, kind of bumping up against uh, pillars and uh, different aspects of our society that are systemic and uh, that are hard to address. So this isn't about like me looking for any sympathy, but it's about me sharing my personal truth and my my background and, and trying to find uh, solutions. It, it feels like it's a big task. It feels like it's multi-layered, multi-textured, and, and that it has to be multicultural in the end. And, and I, I think it's 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 important. You know, I, I mentioned the article about Tiger not speaking up. I mean, I, I do think we are now to a point where it's, as you said earlier, it's important to be uncomfortable. It's something that I battled with personally, Damon, a lot over the last few years. I mean, I, I mentioned not loving golf like I once did. And I think it's because, you know, I mean, listen, social media is a horrible place to begin with. I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to say everything in this world is the same as social for goodness sakes. I don't think anybody should ever do that. I I've actually taken a step away from social after the last couple of months. And let me just tell you way happier. I, I believe the correlation yeah. there, but you know, I, I do think that personally for me, and I, and I want to hear your thoughts here. You know, I I feel and I felt at times that there were things I wanted to say, there were things I wanted to support, you know, something like Black Lives Matter, for instance, and I felt really uncomfortable, A, putting something out there to the world about that, and B, understanding that there were going to be a lot of those really tough guy social media people that were going to yell at me and curse at me. And and again, I mean, what does it matter to me, right? I mean, what, why why am I scared of this? But I am scared. I am scared of what's going to come from that. And, you know, one of my commitments over the last week is I can't be scared of supporting people I want to support and I believe I should support, ideas I want to support. And also, the other thing I want to do, and, and, and again, I don't know if this is right or not. This is why I, I wanted to have you on. I just wanted to ask you some questions is the the people that yell, the people that cuss, the people that come after me and say horrible stuff because I posted a Black Lives Matter hat, I want to talk to the people. I, I don't want to avoid them. I, I want to discuss it. You know, I want to explain that saying Black Lives Matter doesn't mean other lives don't matter. It, it's a focus on, right. on a race and, and a people that have been oppressed for hundreds of years. And it's it's giving them... It's it's supporting their movement. That's the idea here. It's not saying I don't care about white people or I don't care about police officers. It's that right now, black lives, you know, statistically do all the work and all the dive in, in online you want to do. Life isn't the same. And that's screwed up and that sucks. And so it's on me and it's on, you know, some of these golfers. You saw, you know, Justin Thomas, guys like that, they were posting you know, Blackout Tuesday, they were joining in. I'm not sure that would have happened 10 years ago, Damon. And 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 at least the conversation, it's not just on you. You know, it's not just let's get Damon Hack on the phone to talk about this for three minutes in the B block. It's on white people and white women and, you know, Asian Americans. It's on everybody to support a group of people that A, are fed up with the way things are and B, they want life to change, and hopefully this is the moment that it does. Yeah, you know, I, I talked to Cheyenne Woods about this, and, and she said she hopes this isn't a moment, that it's a movement. And it does feel that way. And I've been trying to figure out, like, why, 
uh, and I'm happy that Justin Thomas, Ricky Fowler, Brooks Kepka participating in that blackout Tuesday. And I was saddened by some of the negative comments. And, and I think you can go down a rabbit hole trying to go back and forth on social media. But my thought is that maybe these are, these are young men, a different generation, a younger generation than I am. They've interacted with the Steph Curry's and the Andre Iguodala's and Larry Fitzgerald's other athletes who absolutely adore the game of golf. So I feel like there's a kinship there, uh, but it's going to take, it's going to take the Shane Bacon and the Justin Thomas's and the Brooks Kepka's and the Rickies. And, and I, I think it's, it's important because it, it's a, it's a heavy stone for, for, you know, the African-American community to feel like this is all up to us. Um, I think it would get more attention, more traction, more eyeballs if if there were allies that are uncomfortable but that want to learn and want to know and want to at least have a conversation. For me, it's not even so much that Shane Bacon, you come up with a solution, and then JT, you come up with a solution. I'm just glad to have you listening and 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 have your empathy and and want to learn. I mean, th- these are these are hard questions. I mean, these are questions for obviously sociologists and historians and others to have to really delve into, but just having the ear of, of people. And that's why, you know, I was, if I was depressed a week ago, I'm more optimistic now because, and maybe it's because people see me on TV. I I feel like I'm I'm who I am on, off the air. It doesn't matter. I'm trying to be the same every day. And I've been actually uplifted by, by viewers, even those who said I had no idea, I've been a little surprised that people would be surprised that I've been pulled over and frisked. That's, 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 you know, I, I was a little surprised, but that's okay. Um, I appreciate people saying, Damon, I'm surprised you went through those things. I'm, I'm more happy and optimistic that folks said, I, I don't like that. Uh, I obviously hate what happened to George Floyd. I don't like what has happened to others in the African-American community to fellow American citizens. I mean, that, that's what, that's, these are fellow Americans, my fellow Americans. I mean, these are fellow Americans. And, and it's an, if it's important enough to, to have those complex and hard-to-find answers in conversations, I, I still think it's worth it, and it's at least a start. Yeah, I mean, it, I, think, I think a lot about Augusta National. I mean, Augusta National hosts the most popular golf tournament in the world each and every year and one of the most popular sporting events in the world each and every year. And while 2012, again, 2012, that's not that long ago, was way too late to admit a woman member for the first time. Now, you know, what is this year three of the or year two of the women's amateur? And, you know, I I bet your first year covering the Masters, you probably never in in your wildest dreams thought you'd see, you know, a, a, a female golf tournament happening on the grounds of Augusta National. So, I mean, there there are people and organizations trying to change. The one thing I, I, I have noticed, and, and, I, and I, I was wondering about this with you, is you know you write this piece for GolfChannel.com. D- do, you, do you feel like in 2015, A, you would have felt comfortable doing that, and B, you would have felt the backing that you got from the company, the coworkers, and on and on, because... I am feeling that movement almost as much as I am from the people is that companies seem like they're going, we've got to step up. And and I think that's very, very important because, you know, companies drive business, they drive discourse, they drive conversation a lot of the time, probably more than we know. And it feels like, you know, Adidas 
joining in on the, on the Nike campaign. They came out last week. I mean, their brand, sure, but you know, these are steps. I mean, these are steps in a direction that that does seem like again, there's a little bit of light there. You know. Yeah, and I don't think I would have written this five years ago. Um, obviously, we've had situations. The Trayvon Martin happened just before I, I moved to to Orlando from New York, um, and, and I didn't really write about it. I didn't. I didn't really. I didn't write about it then. Um, when I worked at Sports Illustrated, uh, I, and I was actually pleasantly surprised that no one stopped me from writing this piece and said, "Well, it's a little too hot. This is a little too." sensitive right now. I have felt support from the folks at NBC and Golf Channel for letting me express myself. After all, it was the folks that, that said, you have to be yourself when you're on TV. Can't be somebody else. You have to be you. The viewer will see it. The viewer will know it. And I just said, well, if I'm going to be myself. I have to be able to express myself. And I've been just, I've been really surprised at, at the positive reaction and, and it makes me feel like folks want to make a difference and whether it's you know that, that and the question is okay so what do you do um is it going to the inner city and bringing 100 kids to to the bay hill tournament um is it systemic is it you know you know it, education from k through 12 is it that is it is it supporting black business is it calling your local police department and finding out if they have body cams uh, is it, you know, is it conversations with the handful of, of African-American CEOs? I think there's like four in the, in the Fortune 500 that I may be overstating that, that number. But I, I just, there's a lot, there's a lot that probably needs to be done. It's going to take a multifaceted approach. But I, I do think that there are people of all stripes that want to address this, especially in golf, which it's, it's got exclusionary DNA. Um, it just does. It's come a long way. My gosh, the, the members at Augusta, as you mentioned, the, the drive chip and putt and, and the, the women's amateur, I mean, those are things that I wouldn't have even fathomed 20 years ago, uh, 15 years ago. And those are important steps. And it just shows that there needs to be more to help make a systemic and sustained uh, difference. And I, and I feel like the governing bodies and the folks that have, you know, skin in this game, pardon the pun, are going to do what they can to, to change the narrative of our country. Cause we're not living up to the all men, all women are created equal. We're just, we're just not. And I think that was really shown uh, in that nine minute video that, that I'll never watch again. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, going to golf, j- just you know, since we're t- we're golf people, is you know the, the something. I listen. If if you typed these words in your Gmail account, Damon, you'd probably ten thousand emails would pop up. Grow the game. It's it's something that has every organization, every network, every company has you know jumped behind some initiative in in the idea of growing the game. You know, my issue always with the with the grow the game sentence and mantra was. I've if if I was a minority, if I was a female, I would look at golf, specifically in this country, and say, does that game like me? You know, because the, the hedges are tall, man. I mean, the gates are closed and there's a guard guard gate there and all these unbelievable golf courses that you see on the biggest stages, you know, in high definition aren't always the most welcoming. And and I wonder sometimes you know, when I look at, at at a country like Scotland, where you know the best courses they have there are open to anyone and everyone, as long as you got a five iron and a golf glove, 
that's not the case in this country. And I wonder if the 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 idea that we have of growing the game needs to change. It's almost golfers need to grow. You know, we need to grow and be more accepting because, you know, you said it. Do you go grab 30 kids from inner cities and bring them to a golf tournament or a golf course? Is that going to hook them? I'm not sure. That's one day. And if they get there and they look around and everybody's white and it's, you know, everybody's, you know, they're maybe they're not looking, but maybe they, they do a double take at one point. You know, does that make you feel real comfortable? So I feel like as as a golfer, as a person that, you know, has played private clubs and has, you know, taken invites to these types of places, is it a member of a country club? You know, is is it my duty to make golf feel more welcoming to people? Because I I I, I imagine in your experiences, golf doesn't always seem that welcoming. It doesn't always seem like it's it's excited to open the doors up to, to places that maybe it hadn't opened up to before. Yeah, it, it, it's not very accommodating or relatable to, to someone from the inner city. It's just not. And I say that knowing that golf has done a lot of good with um, with its charity, uh, Drew Charter, for example, in Atlanta. I, I don't want to minimize the positive things that golf has done, but when you really get down to the nitty-gritty, it's not a very welcoming game. It's intimidating. It can be extremely exclusionary. And I just don't think it's very relatable. And I don't know how you bridge that gap. Uh, it's like, you know, a kid from the inner city says, is, can't, can't even wrap his or her mind around spending four hours or five hours at a country club and lunch at the turn and a cigar at the end. And, and it just, it's just, it's, it might as well be on, on the moon, that, that type <laughs> yeah. of, that type of thought about, you know, the game of golf. And I don't know how you, you close that gap, whether it's investment in, in, in those communities um, or, or, you know, whether it's, it's a one day thing. And I, and I say this to someone who's actually brought kids from um, near, um, Sanford, which is north of Orlando, and had a, a bus of kids who had never been to a golf course, had them come to, to Bay Hill on a Monday. And, and it was great. And I was so thankful I was able to help facilitate that. But then they went back to their homes and it's expensive, man. Golf's an expensive game. And I, and I do think there is something about the cost, the not necessarily always warm the fact that it's hard. I mean, there's, there are a lot of impediments I think to bringing golf um, to the inner city and really making that type of difference. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. At bed three, six, five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. 
the ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her. Each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall. Plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna end it with this uh, very heavy question. So I apologize because this is gonna be I, I know like you said we're not sociologists you know we, we don't nobody knows all of the answers here. But if somebody comes to you and says Damon, what can I do right now? Like what is there? What is something that I can do that would make a positive impact on society and where we currently stand to make things better? What would be something or some things you would tell? a person that would ask you that? Because, you know, those are the questions I feel like a lot of people have right now. Yeah, I, and I've, I've thought about this quite a bit. And I would say you can almost get as granular as you want or, or you can go more big picture, whether it's educating yourself. I would say, you know, read a book, look, look for books on the topic. If that's where you feel deficient, um, you can donate to historically black colleges, which are in many ways, suffering from a budgetary standpoint. Um, you can support black businesses. You can Google black businesses and support them. I, I would like to see a, a concerted effort by the, the governing bodies or the PGA of America, PGA Tour, to, to have more interaction with, with black businesses. And, and, and there's different ways you can go about it. And I think it's going to be what your comfort level is, or maybe it's outside your comfort level. Uh, you know, spend a day in the inner city. Go Go find a uh, a church or, 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 or a leader in the community and find out how you can help a sponsor, a child. I think there are a lot of different ways to help. Um, I don't know what's most sustainable, but I think it's going to be one person at a time. It's going to be a couple of people here. Uh, it's going to be having conversations, you know, with your own family, with your own friends, with your own inner circle, with people you play golf with at the country club. Uh, it's about saying, you know what, this is important to me. It's not just, saying, hey, how cool am I? How cool is this? How, how great is this golf club? Knowing that there are heavy issues, you know, beyond uh, those hedges. So th I think that's, that those are a few ideas that I have. Um, and I actually, um, your listeners may know that, I, that I've, I'm a, I've become a, a bit of a wine connoisseur. Uh, I didn't even know there's, there's a, a black owned winery in Napa that I didn't even know about a couple of months ago. So I'm going to order a bottle of wine from a black owned wi what's, uh, Napa what's winery. The, what's, the, what's the winery called? Do you know? It, it, it's appropriately called Brown. It's called Brown Estate. And my sister told me about it. It's been a couple of months now and actually sent me some bottles and they're fantastic. And if you wouldn't have known that it was a black owned 
uh, winery, you just would have ordered it with your steak in a Friday night dinner or, or had it uh, on Saturday when you're kicking up and watching a movie. Um, but, but those types of things, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of anxious and eager and excited and, and trying to find different ways in small ways and big ways uh, to help make a difference in a community that's hurting right now inside a country that's hurting right now. Now, Damon, I said last question, and that's not true. I do want to ask a golf question about <laughs> you. I do need to find out. You know, I mean, we, we're we 1-0 all time playing as teammates. How, how is your current golf game? Have you been able to play during the, the quarantine, during everything that's been going on the last three months? Have you got out there? Because Arizona, we were able to play a, a decent amount of golf, so that's really been the only thing we've been able to do. Has that been similar out there in Florida? It has, and uh, the beauty of, of this time has been that I've been able to play golf with my boys, and uh, I have triplet sons. They're going to turn nine years old on the ninth, and I've got two out of three diehards. My oldest, James, oldest by a minute, uh, he's a bit of an iconoclast. He thinks golf has too many <laughs> rules, a little bit slow, so he rather... We uh, need him, man. We play. need him to be we, excited. We need him. We need I got two out of three. That's a good percentage. That is good. I but, agree with uh, you. But, but Jamo wants to just throw the football around, and, and Miles and Reese, they like to, to swing their golf clubs. But it, it's, been, uh, it's been nice to bond with them and spend some time. My short game, I'm not going to say it's good, but it's improving. I feel like I have a system now. I'm, I'm more of the Jason Day, Steve Stricker, keep the hands out, <laughs> let the body be the engine. That, that's kind of where I am right now. Love that. Just to kind of stop being so flippy at the bottom. So, so I think there's some hope. I think there's some hope. And should we ever pair uh, together again in band? And I hope we would walk away two and zero after our great win uh, several years back. Yeah, my my, uh, my my son just turned one yesterday, uh, and um and obviously at one wow. at one year old he's not uh, we're, we're not you know playing golf, but I did get him the the Fisher Price set of clubs that they recommend much older and of course I I don't listen to those rules and I got them at <laughs> and I will say this Damon his favorite toy is the driver he just carries it around all the time he goes to grab it whenever he sees it and it makes it just, it just as a father I just light up man I'm like this is I'm so happy that this is something you have no idea what it is you have no idea what it does you could care less but at least you're holding something that makes dad happy, you know, because I, I can't wait to do what you, what you talked about is, is getting out there uh, and, and getting to see, you know, my, my son find that love or, or maybe it takes him till he's 40. I'm never going to push it on him, but you know, I, I just am excited to see what it's like. I can only imagine, you know, you getting to see that through your son's eyes. It, it probably there's a rebirth of love for the game in, internally. It's true. There's no doubt about that. Being outside and, and the reasons why I love the game, camaraderie, fresh air, blue skies, birds chirping, you know, having fun with your friends. It's even more meaningful when it's your, when it's your own child or, or children. And I'm not surprised that your son would be grabbing a driver <laughs> considering how well you hit that club. Uh, uh, that is not a shock to me, Shane, at all. <laughs> Well, I'll, I'll pass the message. Uh, Damon, I, I appreciate it. I, I, like I said, I know, you know, it's Friday. I know you've been bombarded by, by requests and, and by people, you know, just trying to get some time. I, I respect you. I always have. I always will. I, I love what you wrote. And, uh, and, and I, I know you well enough to know that, you know, one piece on golfchannel.com isn't the end for you. And, and I, I envision some editorial pieces on Morning Drive when you feel the need. 
and uh, and you've you've got the voice and 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 you're such an unbelievable human that uh that you know you're you're a person that that does that gives me hope in a sport sometimes that I I look on negatively so I I, I appreciate it and I appreciate you and and just uh, you know I, I just appreciate what you do man I, I just I, I I got all the respect in the world for you well Shane I, I appreciate the time I appreciate you having me on I appreciate those words and I feel like this is the beginning and and if I can be a part of the solution in a small way if this conversation you know motivates someone to do something different I, I think we're, we're on the right track Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Damon. Thank you, pal. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first like worthington and liz claiborne for her each in women's petite and plus sizes and stafford and mutual weave for him style and comfort for all even big and tall plus even more for the whole family like levi's and exertion here spring comes in all shapes sizes and colors jc penny make everybody count A big thanks to Damon Hack uh, for joining, just being who he is. He's a great person. He's a great voice, and uh, and he's somebody that that I feel like has really taken, you know, the golf burden of this on, and and has done an unbelievable job with it, and will continue to do so as I know he will. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, I appreciate you guys supporting the podcast, supporting Get a Grip. You know all of the things that we do and we've done, and we're going to try to come up with some ideas that are that are different that are highlighting some things that maybe we haven't highlighted before. And again, we're, we all can do better. We all can be better. We all can improve. Hate has no home here on this podcast. Hate has no home here for what I do in and around my life. And I hope you are the same. Um, enjoy your weekend. Reflect on things. Talk. Speak. 
let's keep the conversation going. There's no reason that, uh, you know, by June 10th or June 20th or July, August, that this conversation shouldn't still be going because it's a very, very important one and uh, and things definitely need to change. And I, I hope and pray deep down internally that they do. Um, and that's all for me. Thanks again for listening. Thanks again for subscribing. And, uh, and I appreciate you. The Clubhouse with Shane Bacon is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.